Hello and thank you for joining us today at Distracted by Life. Our podcast is all about making change within yourself and your relationships. We share conversations, stories, and explore ideas coming from our lifelong journey of the high points and especially the low points where we learn to face our fears or cope with pain, loss, and failure. We do this in a discovery quest to establish patterns around our past and understanding whether we are tripping up from our past or being held hostage by it. We work on identifying ways to move forward, aligning our core values, and unlocking the keys to self-awareness, self-acceptance, self-compassion, and letting go of what is not serving you positively in life. A better you is always there, ready to explore in a new world. So let's begin. Welcome to Distracted My Life. My name is Dan. And I'm here as your host, and in today's episode, Amal speaks to embracing our perfections and how we go about doing that and what it looks like uh, for us. Hello, Amal, and welcome. So uh, tell us your thoughts on embracing imperfections and how we go about doing that. Hi, Dan. Nice to be here again. The answer to that is simple. In order for us to embrace our imperfections, we need to learn to cultivate a, pra- a practice of self-compassion that are three elements to uh, self-compassion practice. That is, the first one is self-kindness, second is calm and humanity, and the third is mindfulness. In the next few moments, I will summarize each one of those elements. However, if you'd like to read more on the topic, you can check out the article I wrote on the seven steps to finding self-acceptance as a guest post on uh, Dumb Little Man dot com the website so let's get started on self-kindness self-kindness is being warm and understanding towards ourselves when we suffer when we fail or we feel inadequate rather than ignoring our pain or start criticizing ourselves in the next one, common humanity is basically recognizing that suffering and feelings of personal in, inadequ- inadequacy are part of shared human experience, something that we all go through rather than something that only happened to me or when you say to me or us alone. We're not alone in this. It's actually a shared common experience. For mindfulness It's basically taking a balanced approach into negative emotions so that feelings are neither suppressed or exaggerated. We cannot ignore our pain and feel compassion for it at the same time. It really, mindfulness is about you actually do acknowledge your pain, but at the same time you you, your mindfulness requires you to not over-identify with the thoughts and the feelings so that you don't get caught up or swept away in it, which is basically caught up or se- swept away with the cycle of negativity. You, yes, you acknowledge the pain, you acknowledge the, the situation, what you're going through, but then at the same time, you are taking a mindful approach about how you are going to settle inside your or your state of mind when you're experiencing this perfectionism is it, it, it never happened just to us alone it, it actually touches everyone around us 
we pass it on to our children, we infect our workplaces with impossible expectations and deadlines. Also, we, friends and family are, you know, it's suffocating our friends and family, the people we live with and deal with on a daily basis. Okay, can I just cut in for a second here? Um, okay, so you mentioned the three elements of self-compassion being self-kindness, common humanity, and mindfulness. Um, I guess what I'm looking for from my end is an example. Well, on the, uh, so an example, a perfect one, which really was big for me, was um, I write all sorts of blogs and articles. I, I create my content and then I pass it on to um, to someone that helps put them actually on the site. So um, I went back for whatever reason. I just wanted to go back. I, I, every now and then I like to just go and, and, and scroll my blogs and what I put out there and kind of what it looks like on the site or how they come across. And I actually read them sometimes over and over a few times. I went into a couple of blogs and I noticed that um, the person who was helping me with this actually copied the blog, a paragraph twice in one of the blogs that I posted. He He actually copied it twice. The moment I saw this, a panic actually sets in with all I could think of is oh my god that is so embarrassing oh my god I can't believe I did this oh my god this is gonna ruin my credibility as a writer people are gonna say I'm sloppy I how could I put work that I don't even pay attention to how did I even did that by uh, copying a whole paragraph twice how did I miss that so I kept on literally criticizing myself how 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 did I how could I and then right away went into oh my god no one is gonna read my work and they're going to think I'm sloppy and I don't pay attention and all that stuff. Is that catastrophizing? It is. Just ca- out of curiosity, it is, a completely separate topic. It is catastrophizing. And now you're, okay. you you look like you're reading my newsletters. So that's good. <laughs> I, yes, I am. Are you reading my newsletters? I'm learning. I'm learning. Okay. So perfect. That's good. I'm glad that you are tying in, you know, everything, my episodes, my blog, my newsletter. This is great. This is what I want my... My listen, my listeners, my the, the my followers who actually fond of my work is to be able to take all aspect of the work I do, the blogs, the the newsletter, what I post, all these things, and they all are very connected. The work I do, and so I'm I'm so glad you mentioned it. That is a I was going into a catastrophizing okay. state. I saw that, and it felt awful. And then what did that, between the anxiety that that catastrophizing actually brings on and the embarrassment and the shame, I actually ended up projecting and got so angry with that person. And then I was quite awful angry. And I I latched that, I, I, I actually lash out on this person. And then we went back, obviously we fixed it, is that, I th- I don't know if I was more angry with the person who actually all they did copy pasted the post or I was more angry with myself because I I'm the one who actually checks go back and check and I because I put full trust on the person I didn't feel like I'm always checking checking I I was very tired and I really didn't want to go back and check 
And I said, that's it, it's done, it's out. And so I think I was more angry with myself is because I was imperfect in this manner in the way I put my blog out. It's all on me. I didn't go do the, the second check. So it was awful. Anyway, I did apologize after to the person and I tried to explain my perspective that caused me to react in such a way and it's an awful way because that person was only doing they're helping me I'm overwhelmed I have a lot to do to put out and um, a lot of planning a lot of everything I, I don't even think sometimes people realize the amount of work and effort you put into writing a blog or thinking through a, a podcast episode or anything like that. So that person was really helping me, wasn't trying to deter, uh, you know, ruin my progress or anything like that. So that's really one of the suffocating, not so good scenario that happened with a friend. However, compassion does spread quickly. So when we are kind to ourselves we create a reserve of compassion that we can extend to others. And our children learn how to be self-compassionate by watching us. And the people around us actually feel more at ease and, and more authentic and connected to us. The example I gave was in the greatest because I didn't practice self-compassion to myself when I found a mistake. So if I had that reserve for me, I wouldn't have actually projected on that individual. Okay, now I understand. Because I was literally just about to ask you, where's the connection between these two? Now I understand. Because you were catastrophizing, you didn't allow yourself compassion. Yeah, because I to, jumped... Toward yourself, though. Yes, I jumped right away into the worst-case scenario. Yeah. This is happening. Oh, my God, the embarrassment, the shame, the in, imperfection yep. that I've shown. I've shown yep. vulnerability and imperfection. I'm supposed to be an author, a coach, a writer, and whatever you want to call it. And I'm not supposed to make those mistakes, but I'm human. But we're human. I make mistakes. I'm going to pronounce some words wrong. I'm going to say some people's name wrong. I, I do struggle with the pronunciation of, a, of some words that have hard R's in them. Those are m literally my problem. But I, I'm, I've, some wise person told me to take that with a grain of salt and use it as humor, especially when I'm speaking. And um, Well, it shows... Uh vulnerability yeah that is one of the worst of my that, that i have a, i struggle with pronunciation of that word so as other words the ones if you'll notice in my pronunciation the r's are I, I struggle with them and it is what it is i'm not perfect but it doesn't mean the context of what i'm trying to convey um is not there and um i went into self-judgment so so the practice of self-compassion is the self-kindness, the common humanity, the mindfulness. I failed in all those aspects because I have seen people put out word that work and, and, and has have issues. And I've seen it. And yeah, subtly inside me, I did judge it and I compare it to my work, which is not good. But at the same time, so I, it's not just me that I'm doing this. Other people do it too. We all do it. But having the room to remember to embrace the imperfection, it frees you from all this 
the perfectionism of this has to be right, this have to look good, this have to do this. You you need to free yourself. In order to free yourself, you won't always look at the critical aspect and always criticizing and judging your work or what you do or even placing your worth in that, in the work you put out. It's simply just being there, showing up and being seen, flaws and all. Some people will resonate with you and, and follow you and be fond of your work and some people want want in this in reality truth is I'm not here to pretend I'm perfect and know everything but I, I tell you this I research I study I look into things I try to relive them I try to practice them and 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 use these scenarios and help people so I can, I'm not able, if I can use that in my life, then I'm not able to help others. I can't ser- serve others if I can't serve some areas of my life well. So when our children see that we practice self-compassion, they actually are able to do that, you know, practice it themselves. Because I know that, for example, um, my son is so hard on himself because he expects everything to be perfect he in his mind he he because he's smart he's gifted he's this he should be everything should be aligning you know in with perfection and if it doesn't align with his own and these are literally expectation he puts on himself it's not being put by external forces or his parents or anything like that but this is how he he placed those expectation about himself because he have this label early on that he's gifted so now he think he's gifted. He have to be perfect in all things. He have to be speaking well, writing well, you know, getting all the A pluses and all perfect, perfect. No one can live up to that. Those are very, those are very hard and unattainable goals. Well, we're we're human. That's near unachievable. It is very near unachievable. But we have to realize. But that, the I thing guess. is that this is one example, but. In the workplace, for example, when we are placing those unrealistic expectations on the people that we manage and we lead, can we hold ourselves to that as well? And can we be consistent with that? It is really unattainable. Perfectionism is wordsmithing to death, thinking to death, re-brainstorming thousand million time way to death, strategizing, power pointing to death. Really, I've seen it all play out and you get nowhere. What do you do is you exhaust the people that are involved. That's where the burnout, that's where the frustration, that's where um, people feel like you're in control and micromanaging. It, it, It brings a whole bag of problems. So... To dig deep, if you're interested, you can actually try to take a self-compassion scale uh, exercise uh, by heading over to www.selfcompassion.org. Dr. Kristin Neff website has a lot of information actually available to you. And she is the one, she, that is her work, the, the, the discovery work of the three elements of, of self-compassion, which is self-kindness, common humanity, and mindfulness. As we come to the end of this episode, truth is most of us are trying to live or at least want to live an authentic life. Or, but we struggle we, we, with that because we always mask and put our armor up because 
people can't see our flaws, right? And so deep down, we want to take off our game face. A lot of us put a lot of the game face in the workplace, sometimes in even family issues or even when people pass away and we experience loss and grief. We put on, I'm okay, you know, I'm good. And a lot of us want to take that game face off and be real and imperfect. And so let this serve as a reminder to you that whenever you get into a place where you're trying to control everything and make everything perfect, remember that imperfections are not inadequacies. They are reminders that we are all in this together and we are not struggling alone. And it is impossible. Imperfection does not exist. You learn nothing from imperfection. You learn a lot by failing and knowing what to do with the failures and how to correct your path. A good practice to get into is to remind yourself that showing up every day just as you are is more than enough. Putting your best effort should be more than enough. Consistently, more than enough. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Back to you, Dan. Well, thanks, Amal. And thank you very much uh, for everyone out there for joining us today at Distracted by Life. Good three takeaways today regarding self-kindness, common humanity, and mindfulness. And don't forget Dr. Kristen Neff. So N-E-F-F, Dr. Kristen Neff's website uh, to learn more at self-compassion.org. Self-compassion.org. And with that said, stay tuned for our next episode from Amal and myself as host. Thanks again and talk to you soon.